0: A bit different, everybody. This is the teen
1: and this is Rob. Hello, hello, how's it going? Awesome. I have my
0: coffee, I have my Rob. Oh, you life is perfect. <laughs> What's up?
1: Nothing. Why? What have you heard?
0: Oh, nothing much. Oh, actually. Okay,
1: well, what have you been up to since we last spoke?
0: Can I just tell you that I've become a culinary genius
1: yes really how explain how
0: well because i can follow directions really well Well, that's good that's step one and so i've been baking and i've been making and i've been shaking and rolling (laughs) and pinning and the whole thing that has to do with baking and all that stuff and i made pumpkin bread really how how'd it go it was phenomenal pumpkin bread and
1: yeah, I was like, I mean, have you shaked and baked yet? Yeah, well, that one's already baked and done. No, but shaking and baking, like that order. Oh, like no. Have you made shake and bake or Shake yet? and
0: bake? No. Do you, don't you just put like a chicken in a bag and you just shake it and then you cook it?
1: I mean, like there's, yeah, like bread breading and stuff that's in the bag also. That's why you shake it to apply yeah. the breading. But yes, hmm. it's very simple. I'm sure it's yummy. It's okay. Okay. It's kind of meant to be fried, really. So it's like, it's, you know, crunchy on one side, but very soft on the other. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. I I don't love shake and bake, but uh, you you listed two of those steps, and I was just curious if they'd gone together yet.
0: Well, because you got to shake shit
1: before you bake shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine you just dancing while you're baking now.
0: Oh, I was playing Stevie Nicks, let me tell you. It was very... Yeah, religious moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. So next time I'm gonna make another batch for when Keith gets into town, which is in a couple weeks, and it's for two. So I'll make you and Todd one. All right, then, and then we can share the other one, and you'll love it. I don't really love the taste of pumpkin, because that can be a problem. Then you'll hate it. <laughs> Todd will probably love it though. Do you like um, pumpkin pie? No. Do you... yeah, no, you won't like it. Yeah, but it's I, more I've... cinnamony kind yeah,
1: of. I can give it a go. You could try it. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a go. All right. Well, I'll give you half a loaf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Todd will be excited, though. Yeah. And also, I can always take it to work. Yeah. So
0: mm. the next thing I'm going to make is clam chowder. Oh, man. Because that sounds amazing. Red or white? Uh, White. Okay. New England. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And other than that, oh, something funny. Well, I think it's funny. I have a little story to tell.
1: So, I, um... Your wallpaper has, like, the faces of the moon on it, and I keep thinking that you were in the middle of buying seats for a movie.
0: Didn't you say that last time?
1: No, but... You're it, the
0: second person who said that, It ben. looks
1: a lot like a seating chart at, like, the Arclight or something.
0: Somebody else said that, and I thought it was you, because you just said it.
1: Not me, but, uh... That's yeah, hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah, there's
0: a new moon tomorrow night, so I have to be prepared. Do you have tickets to see it? I... You know what? We all do. <laughs> we all do. Um, so the other night, um, Steven, my yes. roommate, people, uh, we were drinking and it was really late. It was like midnight and we, we had a lot of wine and we were watching some scary movie or some movie. I can't remember which movie it was. doesn't matter. We were watching a movie and then I looked at the table and I was like, this table makes me sick because... There's a ledge on it at the bottom where you can put your feet. So I always rest my feet there, but it gets, oh. like, black and dirty. Yeah. But the table's wiped. And so I was like, it's so disgusting. So I go over, and I'm like, hold one moment. And I get the 409, and I get um, you know, a paper towel, and I start wiping it clean. And Steven, his jaw drops to the motherfucking floor. And he was like... I thought the table was just that color because I'd never seen it white there. I thought it was just black there permanently. And he's like, that's so amazing. And he's like, give me a paper towel. And he sprayed 409 and he did the other side of the table. And I was like, of course, two fucking drunk Virgos to <laughs> be cleaning furniture in the middle of the night. That sounds <laughs> awful. We were having the best time, though. <laughs> that's why all my furniture is dark. All of oh, it, so you can't tell exactly. nine's great, though it is, yeah. So, uh, I thought that was a funny story. <laughs> I was like, Of course, two Virgos would be doing this, yeah. It's stupid.
1: Um, and um. hey, next time you want to do that, invite Todd over, he's another Virgo, he'll join you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Todd would have loved it. He would have, he loves cleaning things.
0: I do too. Okay, yeah, he can come help us clean next time, and then, um uh just other things i got a lot more dates for working on amy polar smart girls which is the show i've been working on awesome so i get to to do makeup for her um very cool interview wheeze Interviewees. They're not. Co-
1: they're not normal interviewees. They're cool interviewees. They're cool because they're smart.
0: They're smart well, girls. I was, I was.
1: I was just quoting Mean Girls. I'm not a normal mom. I'm a cool
0: mom. I'm a cool mom. My nail beds suck. <laughs> you girls keep me so young.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Um. Well. Um. Spoopy time. Halloween 2018 yeah. continues. Uh-huh. Um. In that Todd and I have watched more entries of the Halloween series. Oh yes. We have since watched. Uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Okay, yeah. And Halloween 4. The- I warned you about that one. It's Everyone was warning me about it. How was it? Um, it was fine. Um, it's like, I can understand why everyone so was so weirded out about it. Because I think everyone wanted a slasher franchise. Yeah. But I really thought it was kind of an interesting idea that, that Carpenter wanted to take it away from Michael Myers. Yeah. And turn it more into... About the holiday. Exactly. And he intended for it to be, every year, a different horror story centered around halloween which i thought was actually a really i of, didn't know that yeah it, like that was what he wanted to do and based on the extremely poor reception to season of the witch which was a little bonkers and crazy like it just there's a lot of choices that that movie made yeah um and after that movie kind of like was so poorly received they were like okay cool we'll go back to michael myers it's fine and so they did
0: it kind of reminded me
1: of like a really weird goosebumps tale well it reminded me a lot of com almost like it felt like a one-third of trick-or-treat like,
0: yeah it just it
1: felt like a, a little story um that happened to be feature length yeah um but yeah because it just felt so so different which I didn't mind it um I have to see it again yeah it's uh, it's fun actually and since then uh, we went to amoeba and I bought the soundtrack to that uh which was it good? It's, uh, yeah, it's a cool soundtrack, and it, you know, I don't know if the soundtrack includes it, but I'm sure it must. The little jingle to the tune of London Bridge is falling down. Uh-huh. You know, eight more days till Halloween. Yeah, yeah Silver Shamrock. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah. So we watched Halloween three, and then we watched Halloween four, which is the return of Michael Myers. Yes. Um. And uh, next up is number five, the Revenge of Michael Myers, I believe. I think it was Revenge, then Curse. Um and so um yeah we need to watch Halloween Five now um yeah it's been fun so far and it is crazy though like the Halloween franchise has such a interesting timeline that like it feels haphazard as fuck yeah like and it's it's weird I I keep trying to figure out why Halloween as a franchise never really spoke to me that much because like it's not a franchise that I love um like Nightmare on Elm Street's my number one horror franchise Mm, I me too like because it's just well that that and um, Evil Dead oh it's like I'm like alien which is even more sci-fi it's not really horror yeah. and then um i love like of you know the your standard 80s slasher kind of you know like i don't know the, the horror franchises we grew up with yeah my favorite is nightmare on elm street and then i probably go to like friday the 13th although i do love the evil dead series actually i, keep, I always forget about that one because there aren't that many entries and it's kind of and it's funny and the third one and... yeah oh the second one's straight up funny that's so funny too. too yeah it's just silly but i do like those a lot um but halloween it's weird like. I'd never seen a Halloween movie by the time I saw Scream, mm-hmm. and in Scream, at the very beginning, when he's calling uh, Drew Barrymore's character um, Cece,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, or Casey, excuse me, yeah. Cece is uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character from Scream 2, whose real name is Casey.
0: What the fuck?
1: Well, it's because they hold, they think it's a copycat because they're doing the same names. Oh. Yeah, there's a Maureen victim and, like, there's a couple of victims all in a row. Gotcha. Um, Maureen, Steve, Casey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, in Scream, though, when he's calling Casey and harassing her at the very beginning of the first movie, um, he asks, like, what her favorite scary movie is. And he's like, what about that one where the killer stalks the babysitters? And she's like, Halloween, which I don't know. I thought this was what Halloween was about. It's not about that. No. It's about one deranged killer who's, turns out, is trying to kill, we find out in the second movie, his sister. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, but, like, they made it sound like he has had a thing for babysitters in in Scream, anyway. And I was like, oh, so it's weird. Like, Halloween, I feel like it's a movie that's very simple to distill down and to its essence and explain it in a sentence. Yet no one has ever really explained it well, which is weird to me. Um, just because I, you know, if, I don't know. It just, it seemed odd to me that, to, that like, a simple reference to it was so wrong. Um, Is, but... No. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Is the reason Michael Myers
0: cannot die because he's just pure evil?
1: Well, that's all I know so far. I mean, I'm, I imagine in, in movie six, the curse of Michael Myers will probably know why. Okay. I would assume. But, like, it's weird. I... Also, though, yeah, as I was saying, like the timeline is 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 haphazard as hell. Like, so okay, um, in these are all like, I'm gonna speak freely about the movies I've seen so far because there's only like four of them that I've seen, and they're all pre 1988. So yeah, they're like, like when the first one's 70s 78. Isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like you had time. Yeah, if anything, you could kind of spoil the rest of them for me because I've missed the boat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so first one, you know, Halloween, which is actually really great um it i didn't realize that he was such a hunter or a stalker of his victims i thought he was just kind of like jason and just showed in up there and slash yeah crashing through a wall and killing people no. but no he's actually a much more nuanced killer for a while um he just stands at the at the oh, windows oh, he and never he looks runs in. yeah which is creepy it's fun fucking creepy um but so like okay so halloween 2 is where you find out that like you know jamie lee curtis is his sister yeah. um, And then three is obviously Halloween with no Michael Myers. It's completely detached. Even in Halloween three, when they're watching TV, they're like, stay tuned for the Friday night movie, the horror classic, Halloween. So, like, it's a world where Halloween, the movie we've seen, is a movie that they could have gone to. Gotcha. So it lives outside of the world, clearly. And then Halloween four comes back to Michael Myers, but um, in between two and four, we... It's alluded to that Laurie Strode is dead. So His sister. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. has died between two and two four. Two and
0: three. Or two and four, yeah. Yeah.
1: Three kind of doesn't exist, but yeah. yeah, between two and four. Um, and then um obviously four, five, and six all happen. And then um uh H2O. Jamie's back. Number seven, Jamie's back. So H2O, a movie that came out twenty years after the original, essentially requires you to forget movies. 4, 5, and 6, because it's basically overriding those. So it's just weird to me that a movie had its seventh entry remove three of them from canon. Why is it called H2O? Because it was 20 years later. Because it came out in 1998. It has nothing
0: to do with water, does nothing. it? Nothing.
1: No, it's actually a very stupid name. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like, yeah, that movie came out and it negated three entries in the series, I believe. I think that's how it works. And then the new Halloween that comes out in two weeks negates everything after the first one it is technically halloween 2 so this halloween operates under the idea that laurie strode either didn't die no well not just that isn't his sister or doesn't know it yet she finds out in the second movie that she's related to him this movie takes place after the first one which technically means laurie strode is not related to michael myers anymore at least that's what I've heard. I've heard it takes place as the second movie.
0: It's very confusing timeline.
1: Yeah, no, it's, yeah, but it just feels so haphazard to have a horror franchise that is now hitting, if you count remakes, 11 entries with this movie coming out in two weeks where they've had to rewrite so much of its history. Yeah. It's really kind of odd. It's like
0: alternate universes in like X-Men.
1: There's just no good way to like really clearly state that. Yeah. And it's also weird that because this new one is a sequel. It's not a reboot, yet it's just called Halloween. So, I don't know. But um, so far, like, for it not being my favorite franchise, I am enjoying watching them. It's, it's important cute. cultural literacy. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, you know... It's good, scary, fun. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: it's, and seriously, horror films, even if they're dumb, I'm still having a good time. Totally. Um, yeah, me too. So that happened. Um, I finished the podcast season, Dirty John. Oh,
0: yeah. It's
1: so good.
0: Gosh. Like,
1: I totally recommend listening to it. It's, like, six episodes. Each one, at longest, is, like, 45 minutes. Sweet. And, um, uh... So the company I work for, we just released uh or like we cut and it just got released today the trailer for Dirty John the Bravo series starring Connie Britton and Eric Bana. Oh, congrats. Um the very first shots of the trailer though do sort of imply where this story goes cuz the one thing about the podcast that I really liked is that it establishes who the people who the people are mm-hmm. and kind of like what they do and what is happening to them kind of almost like not real time but it's going in order it does not skip to the end about how like about what with the head this whole thing comes to is they just don't even address that until like episode six when it happens gotcha and so i like i remember listening at one point just being like i don't know why i'm listening because i don't know and it's weird like i feel like so many podcasts talk about what happened and then how it got to that point not just let me tell you a story and the ending we will get to when it's time for the ending. So it's actually really interesting. And it does rely a little bit of you kind of going along for it. But the climactic point during episode six is crazy. And if you are listening to it. Um, now, and, recap what it is. So Dirty John. Well, well let me just like, if But you, if you're oh, listening yeah. and, you listen, and you get to episode six of it, just don't start it unless you can commit to finishing it. It's that serious of an episode.
0: What if I just start? No, no,
1: oh no, no! It's 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 (laughs) the story's worth going through. It's it's a journey worth. I was just asking. No, not for me, for them. Don't skip to the end, because there's only six. Only six. That's it. It's six episodes. Like if you can't make it through six, just don't bother. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Okay. so recap. So the the main story is that um, Deborah Newell is a graphic or not graphic uh, interior designer in Irvine. Who has a lot of money? Oh
0: yes, I remember. Yeah, she's this married now.
1: like four times. She has two kids. Yes. Um, and she meets a man named John, and he may or may not be what he's who he claims to be. Correct. Yes, I remember this from last yes. week. Yes. Okay. It's a family story of, uh, of uh, lies, betrayal, and false identities, and uh, survival. Oh, it's it's pretty. Exciting. Is it
0: kind of like Fatal Attraction? No. Because I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, men. <laughs> Hide your bunnies. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, um, you know, it's just, but it's, it is a thing of like, you know, how much do you really know somebody? And it, it raises a lot of questions. It's very, it's very interesting. Huh. And it's
0: pretty thrilling by the time it's done. I feel like lonely, I don't know. Okay. This is just me going. In, is, I feel like lonely people want to. um want to have the best kind of outlook for people Mm -hmm.
1: oh yeah like the uh,
0: and people like me i read people very well
1: but a lot of people though as soon as you know like they start getting anything that's pleasant or pleasurable to them they completely just turn off their fucking brain like a positive yeah
0: experience and then it's like
1: oh this is great i'm on for this ride the entire podcast of dirty john is just red flag after red flag after red flag and at one point i was like cool these people deserve anything bad that's about to happen to them because they've even identified the problem and they're still too fucking stupid to get out of it
0: would i have nightmares if i listen to it at night i don't think so okay because i have a very active imagination
1: um i mean i don't think so but you know um i'm also a little bit more teflon about some things okay but um i I really did like it um and yeah it's coming to bravo as a scripted series um our trailer does kind of start at the end so be prepared if you decide to watch that trailer that you will kind of know some of what happens towards the end gotcha um but it's great Um, And I started watching uh, season two of The Good Place on Netflix. Oh, your favorite. It's so good. It's really funny. Season two is really pretty great. I hear good things. I hear season three is really good, but I haven't gotten that yet. Better things. Um, (laughs) And uh, so that's been happening. Um, Todd and I have actually had a house guest for the last couple of days. Um, he's been, he's staying with us for like six days, um, from Cincinnati, a comedian friend of Todd's who, uh, like, I think Todd stays with him whenever he goes to Cincinnati. So we're returning the favor. Um, it's been fun. We got and played tourist a little bit and, um, you know, his first time here. First time in LA. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So welcome. Like today, uh, he and Todd went to the Michael Myers house in Pasadena dope and took photos. That's cool. Yeah. That's scary. So he's getting to do a lot of like you new know, touristy stuff, which is fun. So I think Todd's having fun with him here. Um, Speaking of
0: touristy stuff, I want to do that pumpkin walk.
1: The pumpkin walk.
0: It's like all those I think it uh it's, there's one in LA, there's there's one in every major city, and it's like this thing where tons of jack-o-lanterns are carved and it's like a light display and like scenes made out of pumpkins and you just kind of walk and enjoy the art
1: basically it's weird it doesn't sound familiar but i think i've actually done something like that maybe you've been there maybe yeah hmm. yeah so okay um and the last thing of what we've been up to um yesterday todd house guest tanner and i went and saw a star is born
0: oh i was asked to go see it tonight but then i was like well doing the podcast so. oh
1: well you could have bailed on me for that movie Yeah, no, was it great it was good yeah yeah like I've never seen, I've I've never seen any version of a stars. I Born. haven't either. Okay, because yeah, Todd was like, you but know, "There's I, three other versions. There's three other ones." Which now Todd and I are saying we really want to see like the 1938 version just to see the how OG. completely different it is. Because like from what I hear, this one is actually very um, not like identical, but it is similar. Barbarous. to the Streisand one. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just don't really like. You know, I'm gonna hand in my gay card. Like I don't really care for Judy Garland's singing voice what and so like rob i know so i mean i guess i should see that one too maybe someday i just i'm not excited about it I'm guessing you don't like Liza either. No. How dare you? I don't really care for musicals very much, to be honest. Like,
0: Now, is The Star is Born
1: a musical or a movie with some music in it's it? It's a movie with music in it. Yeah. Because it's about musicians. So like, if they're singing, it's always in the context of like, oh, we're writing a song together or we're practicing a song together or we're performing it.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah. There,
1: There is no, it's not just like spontaneously bursting into song you know, and dancing through a courtyard and everyone's like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. None of that. None of that. Um, so, um, but yeah, like, my first time seeing it, um, I liked it a lot. If anything, I think it's a bigger showcase of Bradley Cooper than it is of Lady Gaga. Really? She does great, but I don't think, like, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now, um, I don't think, like, I know there's a lot of, like, Oscar buzz before the movie came out. I don't think she has a scene that actually gets to show her off to the point where I think she would win an Oscar. But, um, I think he actually might have a chance. Interesting. Um, and but for, I honestly feel like for it being his first like directing thing, I think it's well directed. Like, oh, he
0: sabotaged her. That's what you're trying to tell me, Rob, right? No, right.
1: right. You know it, right? But I do think I do, I do think that she she will stand a chance at um, winning for original song. Oh, yeah. Because I'm assuming she has a songwriting credit on Shallow. She must. I haven't heard any of the music. So. That's, that's the one that's used in the trailer, and it's like the single, the lead single that was like oh, dropped like a week or two I in advance. i have
0: to check it out. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, like Saw Stars" one, Born. It was good.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, I, you know me, I didn't see shit, but I wanted to watch Hocus Pocus all week, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> Do you have that movie? Of course. You have the power. I have the power. Not the will or the intention. Instead,
1: you cleaned a fucking table while drunk. Like,
0: you know? But that was last week. That doesn't count. Oh, okay. I had stuff last week. But the other thing I really want to watch is if anybody's seen this movie, um, which I have not, but it looks good. It's on Netflix. It's called Under the Shadow.
1: I want to see that really badly. With well, Jeffrey Wright? No. That's no. Until the Dark or whatever. like. What's
0: this is a, um, like, it was made in 2016. It's a, I, I think oh, it's Iranian horror film. I talked
1: about it on the podcast a couple of months ago. Really? Yeah.
0: It's not the one I saw? The it? one
1: about the undetonated bomb in the ceiling? Yeah. That brings the gin? Yes. Yeah, I talked oh about it on the podcast. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah.
0: I just didn't recognize it from the trailer. Yup. Okay.
1: I saw that. Because I
0: saw the other movie you recommended, which was The Girl's Name. Veronica Veronica yeah okay my bad so yeah under the shadow looks really good it's on Netflix I talked about it on the podcast that we recorded on May 29th what was the name of it Rob (laughs) I don't know May 29th that was forever ago no wonder I couldn't remember okay (laughs) yeah. yeah um nice so
1: so you you so you want to see i want to see it yeah it's on netflix and it's worth watching
0: but if anybody else out there has any really good obscure horror films that they think we should see we will see them
1: (laughs) well i'm curious this is not obscure but like it is a thing though where i find i'm amazed how many people have not seen it have you seen suspiria
0: no suspiria
1: suspiria classic Dar- it sounds familiar well it's a Dario Argento horror film from the 70s uh-huh and it's been remade this year um and it comes out uh, starring Tilda that's Swinton right the original is wonderful the remake looks cool I've heard mixed things I'm excited about it because Tom York did the score I like the cast it looks weird as hell but the original is kind of a, a classic not kind of. The original is a classic. Is it Italian? Yes.
0: Have I seen this?
1: I don't know. I figured Travis might have made I you watch it at some point. I might have It's about a ballet school.
0: No, maybe I didn't. Okay. okay.
1: It's about like a ballet boarding school. Cool. It's fun. I'll look into that. Great. Anyway, so that's all. So that's Very all cool. I've been up to. Just uh, watching some TV, some movies, listening to some podcasts. Yeah. What have you been playing? Um, well, um... I have been playing pretty exclusively, actually, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm-hmm. which uh, let me tell you, looks great. It is, and like uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. Um, it took a little while for me to get um get into it. I feel like every Assassin's Creed game, it, the start is always the hardest part for me. I'm always like, as soon as I started, I'm like, ah, I'm not having fun. Do I want to do this again? like, it's the same thing, just a different skin. And then, like, two hours in, I'm like, out of my way! I'm an assassin! This is fun! And, like, it's just a thing where, like, it always takes me a minute to get used to the controls. Or, anything even then, just, I, like, do I want to get into another world? Do I want to learn these people's names? Like, I
0: think that's just us getting old, you and know, we're getting, like, picky. It's
1: like, do I want to commit to this? And then, next thing I know, you know, I'm, um in it to win it. Oh yeah, like I yeah. can't I can't stop. Yeah. And um so I think right now I'm like 10 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, but let me tell you, very troubled history trying to get that game in my hot little hands. So I had all sorts of feelings about this. So um even though I worked on the campaign, yes. Um I tend to buy Assassin's Creed games because I always want to get like the gold steel book, you know, kind of nicer nice edition of it yeah um even if the client sends me game codes i usually want like a nice physical copy for my shelf it's almost like a trophy for me at this point yeah and so i tend to buy them like but I, you
0: don't even display them like trophies they're just lined up
1: well trophies just lined up very nicely on my shelf you should get one of those bookcase well no, there's no room yeah there's no never room. mind <laughs> um, so uh anyway like i so i bought it um so back in the day before amazon started changing their pre-order bonus i saved 20 percent by pre-ordering it through amazon so I saved, like, 22 bucks, because it was, like, 110 bucks for the Steelbook. Holy it, fuck, Rob. It includes the season pass, which there's, like, six months it's worth. more than they paid you to work on it. <laughs> but there's, like, <laughs> six uh, months worth of DLC on this thing. So, like, there's a ton of content to be had there, and it's, like, 110 bucks, comes in the Steelbook. I got it for 20 bucks, or over 22 bucks, or over 20 bucks off, because I saved 20. Okay, Rob. You like, got 20 bucks I saved 20%. <laughs> I gotcha. But, like... It arrived in a padded envelope, dented so badly that it looked like somebody straight up held it over their knee and bent it. Like, the case was fucked. And I looked at it and I was like, cool, not even going to open this. And I literally just hopped in, I hopped on Amazon, did customer service chat being like, dude, the shit you sent me is like you're like i collect this shit and it's
0: yeah, fucked up
1: like ruined yeah and um and like the fucked up thing was though it's like so um the game came out on october 5th which yeah. was friday for six that was the six the 60 version came out then if you wanted to play early if you bought like the deluxe or the gold or the collector's edition any of those those all shipped to arrive on tuesday the second so you could actually play three days early if you paid for a premium version of the game.
0: Oh, I see where you're going with this. Which I
1: did. It arrived on Tuesday,
0: fucking Fucked dented.
1: Up. So, um, like bent. So I got on the thing, said return, return, return. They're like, oh So you should have got an extra discount. That's what you're saying. Well, well, there's more even. And I they were like, oh, we'll send it, we'll send you another a replacement the fastest possible, which I assumed meant overnight. It meant two day, apparently. So I got my next copy on Thursday. Overnight and... sucks, though, because they send it UPS and UPS is awful. Well, and I told them even when I when I when I asked them to fix it, I was like, hey, make a note to put this thing in a box, not a padded envelope like steelbook may sound super strong, but because it's metal, it's it... aluminum, yeah, it remembers <laughs> any damage that it ever receives. It gets dented permanently. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, these cases have a memory. And I get a second copy two days later in a padded fucking envelope with another Dented. massive dent in the side of it. Holy shit, Rob! Your curse. To which I get on the customer service thing, and I was like, "All right, listen, you guys, you're supposed to send it in a box. You didn't. It's damaged again. I have two ruined things." And they were like, "Oh well, does the disc work?" And I'm like, "No." And I was like, it do- "Doesn't. Does it <laughs> fucking matter? Like, I. It's like I paid." You know, at this point, after tax and all that, almost $100 for this game so I could play three days early, get the fucking steelbook, and play the game. And, like, of those three things that this package was supposed to do, two of those are now off the fucking table because the case is so damaged. And at this point, the game comes out tonight at 9. Like, you guys have ruined this experience. week for me. I was so mad. And um, I was like, not only do I want I demand a replacement to be shipped appropriately, you guys need to fix like you need you guys need to do something here because this is not okay yeah. and he was like well we can give you like a $5 thing for your your troubles and i was like okay no that's not going to work how's about if we just kill this entire transaction and i kill my prime account while i'm at it cuz i'm kind of done with you guys and they were like oh we can give you like a $20 credit then to make up for the discount that you lost and i was like cool i'm returning both of these Kill the order completely. I expect that twenty dollars in my account, and I drove my happy ass to Best Buy and I bought a fucking copy. Nice. And so I finally got to start playing it, and it was beautiful. Yeah, and it's great. But like, I was so fucking. But did you get the money from Amazon? Uh, it hasn't happened yet because they haven't received it yet. Like it, the return is still gotcha going there. Um, but yeah, I was so mad though. Like I I I I like Amazon so much. I love the convenience of it. But if they're going to just send a package poorly. You know packed with just thoughts and prayers to get it to me without it being in pieces by the time it arrives, then I have to really reevaluate what I'm ordering from them.
0: I think it's not them, it's who you know they have so many people working in that factory.
1: But I feel like for a hundred dollars, that warehouse, I mean, for like any game that's over 60 bucks that comes in a metal package, just put it in a box. Especially if it's yeah. a game that's triple digits of cost, if it's a hundred dollar game, put it in a box. I, I don't guess care if it looks like it's made of really rocks. You really don't
0: think that something like that would get damaged. It's metal. You don't think about it well, when you're packing it. All the retu- Even well, though
1: you had all, you told them. Well, yeah. and since I returned two of them, they actually said they're going to open an investigation to see if other people have the same problem I have. And they even oh. said they might have to delist it from the store while they actually figure out their packing procedures on this game. So hopefully my problems have made the world a better place. Unfortunately, it kind of fucked me over for a couple Just days. They're
0: in a box. Like, my fucking moisturizer came in a box.
1: Seriously. I feel like there are so many things that, like, could survive an elephant stomping on them. And, like, they pack those real well. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, this thing, they're just like, it'll be fine. We strapped it to a tire of the truck. It'll be fine. You know what? I'm going to be
0: so happy because... It's going to be really funny and ironic when, because I just ordered a black sand for my um, incense, you know,
1: the little charcoal. It's going to come due in an envelope, just leaking sand. No,
0: it's going to come in a box, and it's sand. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you drop on it, it's just sand. And it's going to be like perfectly packed and like
1: bubble wrap in a box. And I'd bet it was probably pretty cheap, too. It was 10 bucks. Okay. It's expensive for sand. For sand, it's expensive, but yeah. it's still, it's not a $100 game. That's true. Just, like, tossed in a fucking pad envelope. I was so mad. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, and then uh, one last little bit. Um, there was a leak, or, like, an early announcement of two of the PlayStation Plus offerings for November. Did you oh,
0: know Oh, no. Tell me.
1: So they announced what the two PS4 games are. They haven't announced what the PS3 and Vita games are, which typically those are cross-play with PS4. So they actually kind of work that way, too. Um, but for November for PS4, Bulletstorm full clip edition and uh Yakuza Kiwami. Oh wow. Yeah, so the first the first uh Yakuza or Yakuza game um comes out uh or for free for PlayStation Plus members in November. And then the other ones will be reported when there's something to report on that one. That's pretty hey. dope. What have you been playing? Um I
0: actually finished the Witcher 3 Blood and Wine DLC. Holy crap. I did. It was Gorgeous and spectacular, and everything you'd want in a DLC. It, I'm going to keep playing it just to get because I like I'm not a completionist, but I like seeing different side quests.
1: I just like it because it's you're just horny for Geralt. I
0: well, yeah, and, I am.
1: And what's his face? And from, Yennefer, no, and what's his face from uh, Heart of Stone? Oh,
0: Ulrich. Uh, Von Ever no, old geared Von Everett. There you go. I knew it was something in yeah, there. Yeah, you confused me. Sorry. <laughs> um so yeah, I finished it. Great. The story is very cool. I got the not so great en- well, I loved my ending I got, but it's it's not the bad ending, it's just the not nice ending. <laughs> Okay, things didn't end well for my characters, which I love because I watched on YouTube the nice ending. I was like, that's kind of boring compared to what I got. (laughs) So I was like, I'm happy with the ending I got. Sad, but good. Um, And then I also, after that, I played this game, which you mentioned because it was free this month, called The Bridge. Oh, The Bridge! So it's that very, like, hand-drawn-looking M.C. Escher kind of black-and-white puzzle game. Yeah.
1: Where, um... Have you played I have. I actually have a story about the bridge that uh, we will have to do offline. Sorry, listeners.
0: Okay. so sensitive. I was just like, you know,
1: I'll just play a couple levels just to
0: see, just to have something new to talk about. And like chapter five, like in one sitting, I'm like busting right through it. I was like, this is a piece of cake. And then my brain started to scramble towards the end. Oh, yeah. There's some stuff in there that's like,
1: pretty difficult
0: yeah and so i was like all right i'm in the fifth door i'm like i could stop now i've been playing this for like two hours so yeah really good really it's a, a brain chomper um it's, and it's beautiful i love the
1: aesthetic of very it very cool that sort of pencil and charcoal kind of almost
0: it can give you vertigo yeah you if you
1: that. yeah if you
0: um forget to blink <laughs> yeah, or if you get dizzy easy, good luck, because yeah. the whole game spins the entire game, so, you yeah. know, which will kind of have a link to my um, graphic jam when I get there, oh, shit. having to do with spirals, so, Damn. interesting. Okay, so that's what nice. I've been playing, those two, and then um, I was going to start Spider-Man it didn't. It's so good. But I was like, before I start Spider-Man, I need to finish Detroit Become Human. That's right. Yeah, so I can get your copy back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, well, Overwatch stuff is happening, so that might be difficult.
1: Oh, yeah, when does the Halloween event for Overwatch start? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah, tomorrow. So, yesterday for uh, when this podcast comes out.
0: Yes, and, yeah, by the time so this the comes ninth. out, it's going to be perfect. I think they don't do the update, though, until the night of the 9th.
1: Okay, so on the 9th, that was when it goes live. I'm yeah. excited about that because, yeah, I haven't really played Overwatch in a while, and I always just come back for the events now.
0: Oh, yeah, so it'll be cool. And they revealed the um, skins.
1: I saw the McCree one.
0: Which some of... Have... Oh, I didn't see the McCree the, one. The
1: McCree one's pretty cool. He has, like, a like a bandana covering the lower half of his face that has a, a smiling skull face.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. And I know
1: Moira... Is, is the, the banshee, banshee
0: which is perfect cuz she's irish. Um uh, so they you know Smarties. So we
1: still don't know who the slasher or the bride is, right? Um I
0: well the spider queen is just like a a widowmaker
1: So it is widowmaker?
0: Yeah, but it's not anything super special. It's pretty, it's cool, but it's just like her regular skin kind of like with a web on it.
1: Okay. And um
0: there's the fishman
1: or the oh yes creature like,
0: from black lagoon yeah it seems
1: almost like abe sapien or uh the guy from shape of water
0: yeah and that's um doomfist yes
1: yes and then there is
0: the, oh the pumpkin that one's cool the pumpkin? the pumpkin is hammond oh
1: that makes sense because of uh, yeah the it's round so rolling ball. cute
0: he's a big old jack-o'-lantern <laughs> so that's pretty creepy and then there was one more that i cannot remember but Yeah, so it's going to be a really good event. I'm super excited for the Moira skin, though, because she looks fucking dope as a specter or as a siren or, wait, what is she? Banshee. As a banshee. (laughs) That's whatever she is. Whatever
1: she is. Well, nice. Yeah, I'm super excited. So uh, is it time to learn something?
0: Yeah, it's time for the word of the week. Word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the word of the week is
0: toyetic.
1: Toyetic. Yes. T-O-Y-E-T-I-C? Yes. Guessing it's an adjective. Correct. Toyetic. You're
0: so smart already, Rob.
1: Um, I'm guessing it would be of something that's like a toy. So I, I'm going to say it's something that is uh, fun or uh, to derive entertainment from. Basically, Yes. If you, like, tighten that a little bit, What's the official, like, yeah, the power language description of this thing?
0: So the definition is having merchandising potential or the quality of being marketable as a toy.
1: Oh, so it's, like, literally more about being able to sell something as a toy instead of being able to derive pleasure from it.
0: Well, hopefully you'll... Get pleasure from the toy you buy.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, te- I guess the way I was looking at it, it was almost like a refrigerator box is toyetic if you can turn it into, you know, something to play in. But oh. like you're not going to sell a refrigerator box as a toy. Gotcha. So I, I was looking more of like, yeah, can you find the fun? Not, is it sold for fun? Gotcha.
0: Well, Snoopy tried to. Remember the shaved ice Snoopy thing? Yes. From back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that technically a refrigerator toy? Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a fun dessert Toy, yeah, <laughs> um nice.
0: Yeah, so toy attic. I like it. It's a very specific word. I like it because it's nerdy. Yeah, because we love toys. We do. Yeah, I buy yeah. toys.
1: Yeah. Um. So, uh, <gasps> it's time. It's time for the
0: final frontier.
1: Thank you for that. Um. So, uh, pretty quiet on the frontier, with the exception of one thing. I got an email from Black Screen Records last week which is one of my, um, I think they're German, but like, yeah, so a good import video game soundtrack place. Um, and they just announced the soundtrack to Vampire, or Vampyr, um, as both a, uh, I think it's like a red with black um, sort of like dots all over it. And like, there's also a red with um, black smoke kind of swirl. They made two different colors of it nice so um i actually ordered that uh it's funny as much as like i felt you know that game was just lacking in some ways it was not lacking when it came to soundtrack or atmosphere or story i mean it was just the combat that was lacking um so i was really excited to see that so i i pre-ordered a copy i don't know when it will ship very cool but i'm excited about it
0: i'm excited for you thank you
1: so that's it for the vinyl frontier
0: you know Cher's album came out
1: her abba cover yeah album Apparently, it's amazing. I've, it, I've heard it good got things. An a. Yeah, I've heard good things. As someone who's not a big ABBA fan, I just... Yeah. Are really... you a Cher fan? Um, I mean, I enjoy more Cher, but I don't think I... I've ever bought anything by Cher. Gotcha. But, like, I'm more just in awe of her, like, talent and longevity. Like, she's a fucking cool lady. Yeah. And, like, even just looking at, like, the fact that she used to have, like, a variety show, like, on TV and like she's had such a crazy path between she's an
0: Oscar winner she's a seriously yeah, she... and like
1: between yeah cuz like, she... and she's she's not a bad actress like it's not like she didn't deserve it like right. she's good she's good and so like yeah and and the fact that like uh you know, she's she's had such, like, wildly different um, genres of music, going from, like, more of the I've Got You, Babe, sort of, a little bit more crunchy. She
0: has, like, 90s rock.
1: Totally. And then, yeah, then she went into, like, the... Disco. Turnback time. Turn back and, time. Yeah, and I believe she went straight up, like, 90s Techno club. club. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and also, I mean, like, I'm friends with her son, which is, you know, I'm friends with Chaz. Chaz. um, And, but, like, she really is, like... She just seems like such a cool lady. And also, like, I like that she's super political on Twitter, or she used to be. I haven't seen Twitter no, for she, in a while. Yeah, Cher's still super political. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like Cher. I like a lot of things about Cher, even if I don't actively go out and listen to the music. Yeah. Dope. I think Cher's super cool. Yeah. Um, there's also a musical,
0: Broadway musical being um, made right now based on her life. On chair?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that'll be a good jukebox musical. There's decades of music to dip so into. So much. <laughs> well, and even like the, the whole story about like, you know Even
0: I even like burlesque the music.
1: <laughs> Wagon wheel watushi
0: Wagon wheel watushi
1: Go. <laughs> um Yeah, like even just the fact that like um You know, like, even just, like, the little bit of of her life that I do know is really interesting. Just even, like, the whole thing of her being married to Sonny Bono and getting a divorce. Then he became the mayor of Palm Springs and then died while skiing. And the fact that, like, you know, Chaz is is trans is an interesting story as well. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, you know, um, as Chastity, he had, like, screen time. Mm-hmm. on the sunny on the, the sunny and chair show. Yeah, like like or the Cher show. I think, both. No, it's both. both, yeah. And so I mean yeah, the fact that like even like you know, Chaz grew up in the spotlight and had this evolution in the public eye. Yeah. is really interesting. And so I yeah, I would love to you know, kind of see it all from Share's perspective about like all these things that she's, you know, that she's you, had in her life.
0: You have to be extremely talented to have had a variety show. Back in the day, when you had to sing, you had to dance, you to had to talk people, to people, make people laugh, you had to have sketch comedy. Yeah, there's a
1: whole lot going on. Seriously, like I'm I'm amazed that show happened. Let yeah. alone like so had, many years of seriously, it, and it had a couple iterations too. I want to say even after Sunny was gone, then it was just the, the share show. show. Like yeah, she. It's Carol so funny. Burnett was on her show. It, it's so hard to think of her as like a weekly TV star. Yeah. Just because I knew her as, like, a pop goddess and movie actress, mm-hmm. like, growing up. Because, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I didn't know who Cher was really until, like, Turn Back Time. So, Heart of Stone, uh, yeah. that album. And at that point, like, we'd already gotten Rosewood and uh, – or, sorry, Silkwood. and um, Silkwood. Uh, Moonstruck. And, mm-hmm. which was well, – she won the Oscar for Witches that. Witches of Eastwick. Witches of Eastwick had already happened. Be- uh not beaches uh mermaids Mussolini? oh mermaids she's so good at mermaids, yeah, mermaids had she should have won an happened. oscar for mermaids and yeah like just like and I, I loved her in the movie faithful which was like a uh i want to say it was a movie version uh, of a stage oh, play her and chas commentary um, she, she's a hostage the hostage, whole time That's yeah. Right. um but yeah like yeah
0: i I like Cher. i think she's cool yeah she has a lot of her good um titles under her so yeah so should i be pumping some breaks after this vinyl frontier though? well you better because oh no we've been talking about sheriff for way too long that's, and n- it's n- about that's time not a thing no one's upset about to that turn the radio on this car around because <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna stop just stop right there you're, stop. In a, you're in a graphic jam rob oh no just stop graphic jam okay
1: so well, i think we're both in graphic jams today oh
0: shit we are you want to go first? No, you should go first, because okay. this is your
1: segment. All right. Well, um,
0: Uzumaki. Yes. Heard of it. I have. A.K.A. Through spirals. you. Spirals. Um, yes. Travis actually recommended this book, my brother. And um, It is a thick fucking tome. It's a really fast read, though. And I've gotten through, I mean, probably like a f- Sixth of it in, like, maybe half an hour.
1: And like a good manga, it reads right to left. Well, before I give it to you, though, let me first... Okay, yes,
0: yes. So, I'm going to butcher the name. Um, Junji Ito is the um, author. And it's a book about a town that is terrorized by spirals, believe it or not. And it's like, you know that movie, The Number 7? where jim carrey was like the number 23 oh sorry 23 thank you where jim carrey was terrorized by the number 23 and it kept popping up and then made him go crazy yeah that's basically kind of like what this sort of is even though they have no relation but that's kind of like a way to think about it is these people see spirals in everything they start to go crazy and they become these monsters based on this, like, spy... I don't know where this it's going. I'm only, like, three books in, and there's, a, there's quite a bit. But um, really crazy, kind of scary, really twisted imagery. It's over 600 pages. It's a, well, yeah, well, I read the first 138 pages, and, yeah. like, not so... It didn't take that long, so... And how, but you do have to read it backwards. Yeah, how
1: quickly do you take to the reading right to left
0: thing? Uh, you, after the first page, you're, like, on it.
1: So, I'm curious. When you're on a page, does it read no. left to right? So, it always still reads right to yes. left? Okay. Top to bottom, right to
0: left. Got it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a black and white book, and it's really scary, and it's really good. And I actually fell asleep the other night on the couch and woke up in the middle of the night and... And I was terrified and because imagery from this book was in my head. So, I recommend it. Nice. Go get scared, people. It's Halloween. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so spoopy. And apparently there's a 2000-something movie based 2000. on it also. 2000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Japanese horror film called Spirals. And it or looks bonkers Isimaki. as
1: fucking uh, it, Like It looks crazy.
0: The trailer shows basically everything
1: that happens
0: in the first four chapters. Which and is crazy. there's a lot of, like, pretty wacky visuals in that trailer. Yeah. the Like, it starts off with this um, dad of this guy. Um, there's, there's two main characters, a girl and a guy. And the guy's dad, I forget their names, starts just going crazy. He's just, like, looking at spirals and he sees them. And then he starts being able to twist his eyes like spirals. And he just starts going cuckoo. And... He has this, such an obsession with it that he can t- can start contorting his body into a spiral, and ultimately, at the end of the first chapter, that's how he dies. And this town becomes cursed by this fun, this, this demon, demonic something. So I've yet to find out what it is, but looks crazy. It sounds good. Go get it.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, while uh while we're in this graphic jam, I might as well talk about the. Uh, the jamming I've been doing. Um, you
0: better jam on, Rob.
1: Oh, I will. better jam on with
0: your damn on. Oh,
1: all right then. So <laughs> all right, then. this book is called Damned. All right. <laughs> uh, so it's Batman Damned. It is book one of three. It is a new series by uh, Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo. Um, and it is a... Uh, sort of a what's the word a crossover between Batman and Constantine. Okay. Um and so um yeah, I actually read it uh, earlier today and um to be honest, I, l- I didn't love it so far. Like its visuals are cool. Um it seems to it has like it has one narrator, but apparently like I don't know, the narrator it doesn't it seems like I'm, I'm having a hard time like following it it's yeah it's got a lot of style but i don't know what it's really communicating yet gotcha um but like so far the story is that um batman is sort of woken up like and is he woke he is woke now he he wakes up and he's severely uh hurt and the joker is dead okay and so but there's something wrong and so batman's partnering up with constantine to sort of figure it out but like um nothing is really quite what it seems um and this entire book Goes through, like, just where it kind of felt like I was, like, seeing just a lot of, like, weird hallucinations and, like, just not knowing exactly what was happening. And at the very end, it finally sort of shows a sign of maybe what's more to come. For me, for it being a third through the series, it feels like I should be just at the very beginning. Gotcha. So I'm kind of curious where the rest of it's going to go just because I don't really tend to read little mini-series that are only three books like normally, I think I, I, you know, I'm used to like things being a little longer, uh-huh. so I'm kind of curious where it's going to go. Um, and it could be also that I'm not totally. Um, I'm curious if reading other Constantine comics would help, but like he's like there's a lot of um panels where you'll see a person and you'll also see this sort of like semi translucent, um muscle form that's like blurring out of them. And I kind of wonder if that's the thing where, like, Constantine is In seeing Constantine if if he's seeing like the people versus the sort of maybe demonic form that inhabits is that Wonder th- Woman. No, that maybe the demonic form that inhabits them. I don't fully understand how it oh. works. Um, and so yeah, it looks like a yeah a demon. And so I feel like I need to read it again. Maybe now that I've gotten through it, I need to actually look through and like really analyze the panels. But like, this is one of those comics that I'm finding. I read it, and afterwards, I couldn't really tell you what happened. Who's this? I don't know like that's the thing it's like and also I, I just wonder if it's relying on a lot of knowledge from the series that I just otherwise am lacking um and here comes the embarrassing part the reason why I read it you ask well it's because um it's part of DC Black Label um and um I read an article about it because in this book you get to see Batman's dick
0: yeah. Is it juicy?
1: It is a juicy peen. Um, so uh, good for him. He's he has a, a nice booty, too. Yeah, he's a millionaire. He's Batman. He's the world's greatest detective. And he's got a pretty substantial dong. But guess what? He's got a lot of issues.
0: He, and I don't mean comic book issues. That's true.
1: Um, <laughs> but uh, And so if anyone's ever, you know, if you ever get in a fight with anybody or a debate about whether or not... Uh, Batman is circumcised, the answer no. is yes. Oh, yeah, he is. He is circumcised. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Batman dick. Uh, and the rumor is, though, that just because of all the sort of scuttlebutt um, around Batman peen, um, the digital versions of the the comic have already been censored. Yeah, They've just, you know, because it's like you can just see a highlight of it. It's not like in plain view, but it's still Pretty well highlighted. Um, I already posted a photo on our Insta. You did, but I think it had the the eggplant emoji over it, it didn't it?
0: Well, because can I show yeah. that on Instagram?
1: I don't know. It's a comic. Can you? I don't know. Maybe. It's art. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, um, they they uh, they yeah they just sort of, like, got rid of the highlight, so it's just, like, a black sort of mass in front of him now, so you can't really see anything. It's just a, it's, it's all in the shadows. And the rumor is that future printings of the book will also be censored. So as soon as I found out that you could see the bat wang – um, you had to have it. I ordered a copy immediately and got one of the first printings because you got to get the bat dick.
0: Yeah. No, I'm sure you can sell that for a lot of money in about a week.
1: Yeah, but no, it's mine.
0: Well, you could buy twenty of them.
1: But I can hang out with Bruce Wang. Just, Just take photos in your phone. <laughs> yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> so, anywho, so yeah, Batman damned Book One, read it. Um, Book Two comes out uh late November. I like the cover art. It is really cool. Well, actually, and it's funny if you look. His mouth looks oddly like the, the Joker. Joker. Um, ah, interesting. And so, yeah, obviously, the, I don't really think the Joker is actually dead. Something Do you think the Joker
0: happen. is actually part of Batman? It's like his split personality.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like the Arkham series has kind of gone into that a couple times of where you know the Joker may or may not be even real. Just yeah, part of Batman's imagination at this point because he's kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah, but he's got a big dick.
1: He does. Good, Good for him. Look. He got the boot, and he's got a booty.
0: Sweet. So, uh, time for news. Yeah, it's time for some news. <sighs> so, I just want to start the news really fast with a recap of what we went over last week, but just what's coming out this
1: week. Oh yeah, release date stuff. Yeah,
0: release dates. That was a big release date. Week. So, Call of Duty. That's the Black big one. Ops Four. Yep, October twelfth.
1: COD Blops Four. Blopley Blopley.
0: Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS. October 12th. Woo! Um, what else do we like? The World Ends With You. Right yeah, next? I've pre-ordered that for the Switch. On October 12th. Woo! Lego DC Super Villains Woo! on everything, October 16th. Um. Starlink,
1: do we like her? Uh, We're going into uh next uh, week already.
0: Yeah, because by the time we have another podcast, this will, oh, okay. this will yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, Starlink, I'm definitely intrigued. Todd says hi, by the way. Hi Todd. He just texted. Hello. Uh, Warriors of Orochi. Orochi. Oh yeah,
0: Orochi. For, uh, the sixteenth, Valkyria Chronicles the sixteenth for the Switch. Mm. Heavy Fire, Red Shadow the sixteenth for Honor. The DLC is the sixteenth, and lest we forget, NBA Two K Playgrounds Two, <laughs> <laughs> the sixteenth.
1: All right then. Yeah, so. Call of Duty—it's a big one. But yeah, oh, I didn't even realize though that Luigi's Mansion and The World Ends with You come out this week. Hell's yeah,
0: I knew. Yeah, I'm excited. I didn't know people still had a 3DS.
1: We do. Do you? I do.
0: That's good because they obviously wouldn't make a game for it if people weren't buying them.
1: No, it's it's crazy. Even with the Switch, people are still like the 3DS is still going strong. I don't so. like handhelds. Yeah. I mean, ever since I learned how to drive, handhelds really don't get the amount of attention that they deserve. Because if I'm at home, I kind of want to play on the TV, you know? And, uh but yeah, like, it's nice when I'm traveling. Yeah. Totally. Although the Switch is really the thing I travel with the most now. Yeah. For that console experience on the go. Totally. So, yeah. All right.
0: Uh, cool. Uh, you may continue. All
1: right, well, news- I have a few things, too. Well, newsy stuff. Um, I have two bits of information about uh, some movies. Well, Actually, three things about like movies and TV and, t- and stuff. Um, so I don't know if you've heard, there's going to be a DDR movie, as in Dance Dance Revolution. A movie? Apparently so. Um, all we know uh, that I-, I read of the storyline was this sort of um, little soundbite saying, It's about a world on the brink of destruction, and the only hope... Is to unite through the universal language of, of dance. dance nice yeah so um that movie sounds like a uh mm. hot mess although <laughs> given how many dance shows i watch this might actually be really I, I so
0: you're gonna love it
1: although if we're all united through the universal language of ddr dance it's gonna look real weird because that's just like kind of like really odd line dancing
0: because yeah. DDR is not like
1: normal dance.
0: I don't think it's going to be like that. No. no.
1: But still, um, that's kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> also along the same lines of like movie stuff, uh, Disney has ordered a live action movie version of Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god. That's going to be so good. When I heard it, I thought of you. you I like did not Stitch hear voice. that. I read it on I... Joystick, I think. Or Ohana. In
0: means family.
1: And I just love uh Stitch cuz he's kind of like a pug. He's on like my bed. A monster. Yeah. He's I love him so much. Bed.
0: I love Stitch.
1: Um and then um last little bit along these lines um Netflix has acquired the rights to the Chronicles of Narnia for both films and series. Wait, what? The Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. Netflix. Um. <laughs> Netflix has acquired the rights. To, they have everything now to turn it into both films and series.
0: Well, I'm happy because the films just. Oh, the first one was great. The um, Disney one, the Walden yeah. one. I never you saw never that one. Saw I saw it? Prince
1: Caspian, but I never saw the first one. No, the first one's so. good. I wanted good. to. I just never got a chance to. Hmm. Um. Well, also, uh, sorry. Speaking of Netflix, just ran. I think it's on HBO Go. I was I I think I actually borrowed the DVD and I need to watch it still. Oh. Um. But like the uh, speaking of Netflix. Uh, they have a new movie coming out, I think, this Friday. It looks super fucked up. What I'm so it? excited. It's called Apostle. Okay. And it is starring Dan Stevens of the movie The Guest, and he was on Downton Abbey. He played the beast in live-action Beauty and the Beast. Sorry. I'm trying real hard here.
0: Steven's eating Taco Bell, and I want to cry right over now. Over here, over here. I love Taco Bell. I will
1: jingle my keys so you can look over here.
0: Could we get Taco Bell to sponsor us and we could have, like, Taco Bell every podcast? You should reach out. Taco Bell, if you're listening, I will write to you also, I love fire sauce and I will eat all of your food. So just send me
1: whatever you got.
0: All right, then. Okay.
1: Sorry. Continue. Anyway, there's a movie called Apostle that comes out on Netflix uh, this Friday, I believe the 12th. I think is the date. Gotcha. Um and it is written and directed by Gareth Edward or Gareth Evans who is the uh guy who wrote and directed the raid movies. Oh. Those Indonesian action movies? Yeah. Um and so it looks super fucked up. Like I mentioned it to Todd and he was like, "Oh, sweet, it's going to be like action-packed and like exciting." Nope. The trailer is just straight up like upsetting. It looks real cool. You can't wait. You love that. And I like Dan Stevens. Oh, and it has uh, Michael Sheen in it as well. Um, It looks upsetting. Hmm. I'm really excited. It's a horror film?
0: Looks like it. Yeah.
1: Scary. Yeah. So I'm all for that. Um, Do you want to do some news?
0: I have some upsetting news. Yes. Hopefully it'll end well, though. But um, the Witcher author demands $16 million from CD Projekt. Because he feels he wasn't given enough money based on what they're making off of the series. And
1: per Polish copyright law, he actually sounds like he has some sort of grounds for it. Yes. That was on my list to talk about, too, because I read it and thought of you.
0: Uh, Which one? Did you read the PC games one? Uh,
1: I don't follow them, so no. Okay. It would have been written up. I mean, it would have the same facts. Yeah. Just written up by either... Because I follow... Kotaku joystick, IGN which is in gadgets. I don't do IGN, but I do yeah, I do Kotaku, Joystick, Nine to Five Toys, Destructoid, Polygon. And mm-hmm. one of them covered it. Or yeah. most, I think several of them covered it.
0: Yeah, so apparently um, he's demanding sixteen million more bucks because they're making a lot of money off of him and he's like, Well, I should get a better percentage. And according to Polish law, he should be getting 5 to, what was it, something percent? Oh, I never got that much info. 5 to to like 10% of the income off of like a property is supposed to go to the originator or creator. And if he got the $16 million, he'd be getting 6% of what they've made apparently.
1: And I wonder if like they just have really creative accounting. Because, I mean, I heard the whole thing like what? Winston Groom, the initial, the novelist who wrote Forrest Gump, uh huh. Um, he was promised some uh, percentage of the profits of Forrest Gump, which Forrest Gump, very successful movie, due to creative accounting. I mean, this is all hearsay. I don't know. if This is, could be a rumor, but um, from what I've heard, um, due to some creative accounting on I think Paramount's part, that movie has yet to turn a profit. So what? Creative accounting, and so technically, he is deserving of zero dollars even though that movie has made a ton of money for paramount but it's apparently never turned a profit in the liquidity fingers so because of that the terms of his agreement were percentage of profits not percentage of revenue and so that's weird yeah that's like a a thing um but like you, you hear horror stories about that and i think a lot of contracts aren't like that anymore yeah um but like i mean that was a different time then and that's why i know like when keanu reeves uh, funded some of the matrix sequels himself he required a percentage of the box office take not of profit he wanted like straight off the attendance of the movie he wanted a percentage of that
0: yeah and um cd project red is saying that because of what they took from the books And what they've created based off of that, Um, technically, it's not even his property. It's their own creation at this point. mm. Because they've taken so much creative license. I'm like, yeah, but it's the same characters. Yeah, it seems a little hard. All the backstory is the same. Like, there's no way you could, like, discount one for the other, so. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you know what? Just pay the man. Right. You can afford it. It's a percentage. It's not like you're giving him a ton of money off of what you've made. Yeah. I mean, it's just a small percentage. So just do it. That's what I say. But I'm not a lawyer. And I'm not the law.
1: You're not? No. I thought you were Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am the law. I am the law. Um. All right. Well, Uh. in your local grocery store, I'm assuming. Pop-Tarts? No, no, although Pop-Tarts have been a big discussion point in my house the last week. Because of
0: Overwatch? No. Oh, you can get loot boxes off of Pop-Tart packages now. Oh. Well, like,
1: well, I was going to go into something, but I guess it ties into that. Okay. Um, well, it's right. Pop-Tarts have been a big point of discussion in our house for the last uh, couple of days. Where are you at on the situation of Pop-Tarts? Toasted or non-toasted? Um, I can eat them either way, but I usually
0: eat them non-toasted. Okay. Because they're like cookies. All right, then. But toasted, they're like pastries
1: is that we've had a whole thing. Todd insists on Untoasted. I say toasted. And he did a Twitter poll toasted one then he started canvassing his facebook friends because he wasn't happy with the result because it didn't turn out in his favor and now all the comments are like oh untoasted you know and but uh they missed the vote and And i'm switzerland
0: i go both ways
1: yeah well and it's like someone was like well i like them both and we're like okay and it was like yeah well i'll eat them raw if i just don't have time it's like okay time is no raw i don't like that word like they're not raw untoasted (laughs) but it's like but, you know, and they were like, well, if I have no time, I guess I'll just eat them untoasted. And it's like, you no, know, time is no object. If you were to eat a Pop-Tart, how would you want it presented to you? Half popped, half not popped. I want both. <laughs> so, anyway, that was a thing. But, like, so along the same lines, I'm assuming, um, in your local grocer. That's why uh, you get
0: two in each package. You one you do can do toast, one. one you don't. Yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, on December 3rd, through the end of the year, there are. Uh, Kellogg's and Blizzard have partnered. um, So I guess they're doing Pop-Tarts. Yes. They're also making Lucio-Os. Oh! Like in the game. Yeah. Lucio-Os. Lucio-Os. And they're going to be Sonic Vanilla is the flavor. And um, yeah, inside includes... yummy. Inside includes a code, uh, which is a loot boost, which causes the next three loot boxes that you unlock in the game. To be double loot boxes.
0: Oh damn. So instead
1: of three level up loot boxes, you get six. That's cool. Yeah. So and like I I'm all for buying promotional cereal. We we still have a box of that uh Mario Brothers cereal that works as a functioning amiibo.
0: When I was a kid, um my dad had a ton of the Star Wars cereal. The C three PO's.
1: Oh, I bought a lot of the Batman cereal growing up because it came with those banks. Is that
0: the one with the marshmallows? Yes. Yeah, so good. Oh yeah, the banks. It came and with a it bank was like strapped onto string, the box. Yeah, shrink wrapped to the front of it, <laughs> totally denting the box. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I had a couple of those banks. Oh
0: yeah, that I cereal had those was, too. And that
1: cereal was not very good, but I liked the banks. Nobody so liked I kept the C three POs either, but I really loved
0: it because it's literally the taste of my childhood. Like, <laughs> if I tasted it now, I'd be transported right back to that moment. Nice. Yeah. So. Even the smell of, like, if I get it with the cardboard, if I'm, like, at a store or something <laughs> and they have them, yeah, I, it takes me back. It's weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, cool. Do you got more news? Yeah, I do. Uh, nope, we already talked about the Overwatch news, so we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't, actually. Nope. All right, well, I, All got, you. I got
1: three little quick ones. Go for it. So, it uh, looks like Telltale Uh has laid off the rest of its staff
0: oh shit it's done for i heard okay
1: however skybound yes robert kirkman's company has decided that they will finish the series he said that it's too much to lose both uh rick grimes on the tv show and clementine's story all at once He's like, we can't do that in one year. We need to finish this thing. So Skybound is going to step in, and they're going to complete the remainder of Clementine's story for The Walking Dead. Very cool. Which, that is some good news in an otherwise really, really just sad situation. Yeah. So there's that. Um, And then just because this is a fun story that, like, seriously, so many ups and downs. Toys R Us, apparently, like, the proceedings for bankruptcy and selling it all off have been stopped Because some investors have shown up, and they think they found a way to reboot the brand and open up a few new stores. So
0: What? Yeah, so Toys
1: R Us is, like, I guess officially going down, and some new stores are coming back with, like, a new image or something. I don't know. It's all kind of not—it's a little squishy at the moment. Yeah. But it could be a thing.
0: Maybe they listened to our podcast. That was it. They were
1: like, oh, Bit Different keeps talking about us. We should come back.
0: And they're going to do what we told them to do, is like have product demonstrations. That wasn't our
1: idea. That was an article that we read about product demonstrations. No, because we had the idea before the article. But no, remember, we we joked about how like the staff can take it out and play with it, but no kids can.
0: No, because that was our
1: idea. Oh, okay. I I thought it was our idea. No, they were talking about having parties and being able to have the staff open packages so you can actually like, i enjoy think we them.
0: came up with that
1: I think we joked around that only staff could god damn it so and now i have to go back <laughs> yeah good luck finding where that is because i'm not going through my old agendas for that one yeah me neither um <laughs> and uh last little bit of news i have this was like all the talk at the office a little bit ago it
0: was episode 34 <laughs> oh, <you found> it? <laughs> Yeah. there you go
1: um so, uh, there was some leaked footage of a new Harry Potter game. Did you not see that? No. It looks really cool. Um, it is a it looks like a third-person action RPG type thing. It takes place way in the past. So, it's actually outside of a lot of the lore we know. But, uh-huh. like, for everyone extrapolating away from this video was that, like, you can make your own character. And um, the spells look great. A like an just-
0: open world?
1: It looks almost like a Mass Effect kind gotcha. of thing. Um, That'd and, be cool. And it has like, I mean, just these are from the little clips of the video that I saw. Um, but it looks like it has really great destructible environments. It looks just really promising. No one's confirmed anything yet. The only sort of things we've heard about it is that apparently the video was a cell phone video shot during a focus group. And so um, it sounds like that was the the story behind that. It looks super promising. I imagine Warner Brothers will probably announce something when they're ready.
0: You know what? Speaking of Warner Brothers, if you look at the Warner Brothers Games logo, because mm-hmm. you know how you were so, oh, because we didn't talk about on the podcast. We did not talk about that That's right. I had to talk about another something to talk about after the podcast, because their logo is kind
1: of shifty, too. Oh. All right, then. Yeah. So, okay. Um, uh, all right, then.
0: That, no, yeah, I'm totally down for Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, it looks neat. I mean, like, it's funny because I like the Harry Potter books, but I'm not loving all of any of this extended Harry Potter world stuff. I'm just not really digging it. But, uh, did
0: you see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find I Them? Did. And you weren't a super fan.
1: Uh, it was fine. Um, I do think they made a horrific casting error. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Like, not in the first one so much as for future versions. I think they've made a massive casting error.
0: Are you talking about Johnny Depp? Yes. Yeah, he's not even British. Oh, well, no, because he wasn't British. Also, that's right. but
1: just to be honest, I'm just kind of sick of Johnny Depp. He's, he's everywhere. And he does the same character, just different hairstyle. Like, I'm kind of sick of it. Um, to be honest, I would have much rather preferred Colin Farrell be in all of them because he's lovely. And I think he's, to be honest, I think he's a better actor. Yeah, I mean, at least he doesn't rely on these sort of over the top characters to communicate his performance as much as Johnny Depp does.
0: Fair enough.
1: Yeah, like, and it's just—I mean—and like, and Johnny Depp does those characters really well. I just don't enjoy watching them. You're and over so, it. Yeah, it's—it's more of—it's not about him being not talented or anything. It's just I'm—I'm I'm ready for something new. For You've him. seen enough. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either, but
0: it's not going to take away from the movie for me.
1: It'll still be fun to watch. I'll, I'll I'm going to keep seeing them. Yeah. You know, also, I mean, hello, Jude Law, Dumbledaddy, like, oh yeah, Super sign hot. me up. I'm yes. in. I'm
0: just ready for another um movie with Queenie. She's my favorite. Oh. Remember her? No. She's um the sister of the, oh, the detective. Yes.
1: yes! I yeah. I loved her. Yeah, she, she was
0: she's cool. so sweet and she liked the baker.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. I like Queenie. Their love stories just so gorgeous
1: i love it say that's that's the news yeah
0: okay cool well then i guess it's time for the crush crush of the week crush crush um i will go first please i am crushing on siegfried from soul Calibur. ah do you know siegfried Blonde, yes. Blonde, gorgeous, angelic. He is like the surfer
1: of Soul Calibur. Yeah, he
0: is, you know, if Fabio
1: was actually hot, I think he could have been like Siegfried.
0: Okay.
1: You know? But on the the one thing Fabio has going for him, though, even if it's not hotness, is that he took a goose to the face. (laughs) It was not a goose, was it? It was a goose. (laughs) Oh, I (laughs) thought. I knew it was a bird. I didn't know it was a goose. It was like, I think it was a goose, uh, and it was yeah, because it was big enough to hit him in the face and shatter his nose. I think wasn't he
0: on like a roller coaster? Roller coaster. Yeah. I think anything that hits you in your face on a roller coaster will shatter
1: your nose. But it was a goose or a swan. It was one of those. It was like a large bird.
0: It was a pterodactyl. Was I like swear, a, it was an albatross.
1: Because that's comedy right there. Like no, like here's Fabio hit in face by
0: mother goose
1: <laughs> okay on march 30th 1999 fabio killed a goose with his <laughs> face at bush gardens williamsburg
0: it wasn't the goose who committed fabio's suicide it was fabio killed the goose with his face <laughs> oh my god yeah fabio he, got hit in the face by a goose he probably had that um, zoolander stare cold steel or whatever blue it was. steel blue steel and the goose just died. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Wow. So tell me more about Siegfried. That's funny, it's a goose. Um, yeah, uh, that's about it.
1: He's very androgynous, very beautiful. He does have one of the dullest swords in the world.
0: He has the soul caliber.
1: I know, but it's it's funny. Like, uh, was it, I think, Yahtzee. Look at this picture I found of him. He looks so pretty. Seriously, he looks, yeah, he's very, very androgynous there. I know, I love it. Um, well, like, the, uh there was a joke that like ben yahtzee croshaw used to make on zero punctuation about the soul caliber series i believe that they all have the dullest swords in the world because literally it's like hitting somebody with a fucking like piece of foam (laughs) there's it's not cutting them it's just you're you're bludgeoning people with a sword instead of cutting them well isn't the sword full of souls well the soul blade is oh that's right but like they all have other swords I feel I was like... Mi- I was a Mitsurugi or uh Voldo man myself. Oh, you like the, yeah, the butchers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, M- Mitsurugi's a samurai, and then Voldo is the gimp. Voldo is fucking scary. Voldo's creepy as hell. He's literally one of the spiral characters, <laughs> like in Uzumaki. The slithering between the legs is like so upsetting. And to when me. he bends backwards and goes, and 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 crawls, and then you can like bounce his crotch. Like I fucking love Voldo. He's so creepy.
0: He's so scary. No, I was an Ivy girl. I imagine you were an Ivy girl.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, I. I just think his blade is probably so icy hot that mm. it just cuts
1: through steel. Mm. You
0: know what I'm saying? All right, then. You got me? Okay then. okay, then. So, how
1: about you? Uh, Well, my crush of the week is Batman and his dick. And his big old D? Yep. Nice. It's, it's a two-part uh, crush because, seriously, like, you know, Batman's always been kind of cool. Um, like, Batman's hot. Yeah. Bruce Wayne
0: is sexual. Batman's
1: always been totally crush-worthy with the exception of the time that he was Val Kilmer. Or played by...
0: Ben Affleck, which it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I didn't hate, he looked good. I didn't
1: hate Ben Affleck yeah. as, as Batman. Um I was surprised I didn't hate it either. Yeah, like and also we've seen Ben Affleck's dick in uh Gone Girl. So I've seen Oh my god, that's right. I've seen two Bat Dicks at this point, and they're both actually oddly similar. So well done both of you.
0: I wonder if they drew it off of Ben's dick.
1: I doubt it, but uh I'll go with that. Cause yeah, so anyway yeah um yeah he's he's rich he's awesome he's smart he's powerful and uh, man got a lot going in that suit there <laughs> is he a heavy hitter he is. is he a tough swinger like I don't know what I would do with that but uh, I'm going to admire it from
0: afar you can use it like a pendulum pendulum to find like lost keys or something <laughs>
1: like that you know all right then yeah it has its own like magnetic pull yeah all right then. Well hell I mean it made me buy a fucking comic book like uh, that was a little over asking price because I had to get it. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not where that goes. Oh sorry. um but yeah, anyway, so that that's my crush Batman and his uh the Batwang. I like it. I do love that wing right? I love that
0: <gasps> Bruce Wang. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. <laughs> did you? Yeah. How did I miss that?
1: But, but even better, I think, is Batwang, because it's similar to the Batwing, just one letter changes. Oh. Batwang.
0: Did you see Bruce Wang? I did say Bruce Wang God earlier. God damn it, I missed it. I would have gone off on that. I'm a fucking
1: moron. You, okay.
0: You just don't listen to me, is what I'm convinced. You know I what? do say a lot. You say a lot, and sometimes, I don't know if you see my face, but I zone out. <laughs> I literally had to jingle my
1: keys to get you to stop looking at Taco Bell earlier. Like, I'm keenly aware how much uh, I am able to hold your interest. I'm a little
0: scared to know how this um, this uh, thing's going to go at LA Comic Con. I'm just
1: going to, like, at one she's point gonna just zone in, out. She's going to wander into the audience and sit down and ask a question, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, uh, I have a question for you. The short, hairy one. I'll be like, I know you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> and you'll be like, how have you been? Not here. Not here. This is not the place. It's going to be good. Ugh. All right. For all of you who, sh- who are going to be there,
0: trust me. It'll be worth the comedy.
1: And for those of you who don't know, here's your friendly reminder. Mm-hmm. October 27th, we don't know what time, at Los Angeles Comic-Con, we are going to be part of a panel, and you should be there, and... Throw some softball questions at us so we look smart. Yeah. And sexy.
0: Yeah. And where are our t-shirts?
1: We don't have t-shirts. But you just print our
0: faces on your t-shirts. Or just
1: write my name on a shirt. Okay. In like ballpoint. It's fine. I'm not particular. Yeah. That sounds good too. Just please spell my last name right if you're going to do it. It's completely phonetic. It's not that hard. It's O-N-D-A-R-Z-A?
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Seriously. like it's That's what I sent them. Yeah. Because they asked me for your last name. And I was like... (laughs)
1: I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! They're gonna have Rob Ordanza listed on the program. They said they were
0: trying to contact you, and you wouldn't get back to them. They never got.
1: They never reached out to me at all through
0: Instagram.
1: Oh, really? And then I was, I was like, "Well, this is how I know how to spell it." <laughs> well, I never saw anything on the Instagrams. So I'll have to take a look and get let them know that I'm, I don't hate them and I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. It's you know what, it all worked out. So. Yeah, um, so you could follow me on um, Instagram and Twitter at SatineTheDream, the Dream or on Twitch at Satine, and I will take all your subs each month. Thank you, please. Thank you. Oh,
1: I need to resub now that it's October because I
0: need to buy Taco Bell.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. Although I really wouldn't recommend trying to reach me through anything except, I guess, maybe Twitter uh because uh i don't really go on instagram that much yeah that's okay they found me so Good. it doesn't matter um so yeah there's that
0: um and you can follow the podcast at bit podcast on twitter instagram facebook
1: and youtube Or you can send us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and just tickle that subscribe button over in Spotify while you're at it.
0: Tickle me Spotify.
1: Uh, Cute. So
0: um, we'll see you all next week. And um, chowsies. Bye-bye.